Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey? I'm Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'm coming at you uh, from West Hollywood, California. I feel like I never tell you guys where I'm at. Uh, it's like Groundhog Day. It's 80 degrees in um, February, so I'm sorry. We're all assholes out here, mm-hmm. and it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super sweaty. I just taught a plyo jam class, and I feel bad because my guest, this is now the second time I've had him on the podcast, and... The second time I've been sweaty and in workout Were clothes. Were you last time? I totally was. I was in like an old like sports bra and like tank top. And it's funny men's <laughs> recollection of things like that. I would have said that you were dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> just gym clothes, hair huh? contoured up. Never would just have, wouldn't have picked up on that. Everything. So yeah, guys, I had a crazy thing happen, which it was weird. My I forgot. You know those annoying little like tails you have to stick into your iPhone mm-hmm. if you have a seven or above mm-hmm. to like connect to don't. a speaker. Keeping it real. You're wow. You're real so broke. You're so down to earth and relatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I'm> just cheap. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's yeah, fine. It's that. well, you just bought a house, so you need to be. That's true. Um, Um, And I forgot the little tail at the studio I was teaching at yesterday in my studio this morning. They didn't have a tail. So I had like a a mere nervous breakdown and had to just use an iPod that was hanging around there with an old playlist. You must have scoffed Uh, at that horrible old. It was a lot. I mean, how far back was it? I mean, I I pulled out Emotions by Mariah Carey for one of the numbers. You can never go wrong with that. It was a good one. You can never go wrong with Mariah. The funny thing is, because we do, it's 15 songs and mm-hmm. it's all set choreography for each song mm-hmm. and so uh, like normally the choreography i do for the cure lady gaga mm-hmm. i put two emotions and it worked perfectly and then kendrick lamar's humble the funny thing about pop songs is there's only about two or three different speeds so they all pretty much are the same exactly. that's why they're all earworms and they're all you know it's it, it's like you've been listening to the same song since about 1974 really because yes. pop, pop music hasn't changed verse course verse i mean what's it's all the same it was all the there's same only, yeah it's all the same everything went together like my kendrick lamar humble number 100 percent worked to songs you used to know it's the, that rock song i forget which I forget one the, no oh god i wish I, i'm not gonna sing it for you but yeah, it's panic at the disco oh, maybe the, nah, 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 nah. yeah i don't know it was it all went together it was uh, bruno mars went perfectly to feedback by janet jackson <laughs> <laughs> like it was a very you weird put it all together yeah so i had a mere nervous breakdown but we're good now mm-hmm. i feel relaxed i sweated out all the anger good for you i know so it is what it is guys i want to introduce you uh meatballs he's one of your favorite guests so far but you were you really? were an early guest really and i want I yeah. feel like i was show two or three maybe yeah you were very early and that's why i want to do back on because you're one of my favorite people to just talk to well we talked about relationships i remember talking about the game of la and not being a willing participant of the game Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. Fuck the game. Fuck the game. We're not in we're not in the game. Not, not in the game. And I feel like yes, maybe we we might sound like old boring people, but we're happy. Yeah. Because yeah. we were like, fuck you, game. Yeah. I'm tired of your <laughs> dumb sneakers <laughs> and what everybody else is wearing right now and driving and oh God. Ugh. LA's tough. It's hard to keep up with the LA game, but but you're dating. I don't know if you had a 
boyfriend? I did. Did no last last. So you've been with we've that been guy together all this for time? a year. Okay. Yeah. So I've had a main. Squeeze. I feel like this has been longer than a year ago, though. No. No. Oh, we wow, did this okay. a few months. It's, it feels Bullshit, like a year. it wasn't a few months ago. This was like it had to be at least <laughs> eight to like, ten months ago. This was right. I feel like right when baseball season started. Mm, okay. So this, yeah, like eight to ten months ago. Okay. Which we're gonna get into. Okay. Um, I want to introduce you. I'm gonna ask you what's up. Um, anyway, guys. Uh, my guest right now, he is an afternoon host on 97.1 and Radio. He has been on all the entertainment shows that you've watched for the past. I've how- been fired by the best. Yes. I by- really have. <laughs> Let me see. Entertainment Tonight. They fired me. Fuck them. Uh, TV Guide <laughs> Channel. They fired me. They can go fuck themselves. Um, who else has fired me? Um, Wait, did Howard Stern's VH1 station? kind of fired me a little bit, but not really. What? They kind of fired everybody. There's Are they nobody still else. a network? Well, I, that, someone tweeted me just yesterday, said, you know, I miss you on all those I love the 80s or 90s shows and, I, and on VH1. And my response was, is VH1 still on the air? <laughs> exactly. It's like my perfect, it was like mic drop. Boom. Thank you. Suck at VH1. <laughs> last word. You know oh. how 10 to 12 people saw that tweet? You know what? You're killing it. You're like, we, yeah, VH1, well, unfamiliar. Well, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? I mean, it's really, VH1 was cool at one point. MTV was cool at one point. Now they're just kind of lost in the mix of it's all so those sad. channels up there. I mean, I feel like all of the channels are lost. The only thing that's on in my house is bra. I never Bravo. have E on. I, oh, I, I walked in and saw E, and I was like, wow, this is he what it looks like. fascinated. I, I am, because <laughs> I look at every single one of these people, and I'm not bullshitting here. I have no idea who any of those faces are. I've never seen any of them in my life. I'm like, are they? Are any of these people famous? No. They're not, right? So it's like, who watches E? And I know their viewership is in the hundreds at this yeah, point. They're it's really, really bad. No one's watching. We support E because Wilmar Fuji, a cousin who's been on the podcast, is an E reporter, okay. but he is not on the TV right now, okay. so that's why you're not recognizing them. Well, they haven't fired me yet. They've had me <laughs> on a couple of times, but they've never fired me, so there's there's hope that they will someday fire me. Right before you got here, <laughs> I almost had a panic attack because right. my TV stuck on Bravo, and I couldn't See, now that's change. not a... That used to be a problem for me. That's funny, because I, I am the douchey guy that would be like, fuck Bravo, I'm not watching that. I have discovered Vanderpump Rules, Yes. okay? And that's because of my girlfriend. She loves <laughs> Shut up. That show. She should listen to the podcast. We've had like every every, every member on. Because I do remember last time we were here, you said you would introduce me to Stassi. To Stassi. So it wasn't a big deal to me back then, but now it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> and her episode about her podcast just aired Sunday night about her being an asshole on it or something. And oh, saying, yeah. So, saying something about. Uh, she keeps getting in trouble about black people. Yeah. It's like. Dude, stay away from black people Stop on it. your podcast. Stop talking about them. They don't like you. Okay. She's gotten in a lot of trouble Has about she? a lot of things. Well, whatever. I mean, I, I got to listen to her podcast, but I'm so excited. And and it's funny. So at the beginning of my Vanderpump Rules watching, I was all about Stassi. I was like, I really like Stassi. So I've moved on. And currently i'm i'm like lala i'm like i'm really feeling lala she's great this season yeah she's pretty good so you jumped in on this season not yeah. like no, you no, haven't no. watched I, it in the beginning. i am brand new you i mean hate lala if you saw her like a few seasons ago and that's what i keep hearing yes but i like her she's great now i like well i think she's hot that, that's what it is <laughs> she's with super me hot. she's super hot but i want her to stop fucking with her face she's hot 
but she keeps putting stuff on there and she's going to get scary looking if she goes any further. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I'm once again new to the game. So what she looks like now, you're right, she looks fine. She to looks me. great. Don't do anything. Just stop. Pump the brakes, girl. You're <laughs> looking good right Pump there. Pump the brakes. Yeah, everyone looks good. <laughs> then we had the story last night about um, what's her nuts falling through the uh, the glass door. Katie. The ceiling. Yeah. And I love her. I love her. I, I don't feel like her. I see enough of her. I, 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 she's my kind of girl. I could tell. That's like if I was to date any of them, it would be her. I love her. Aww, I think I'm going to tell Katie that. Well, I'm thinking about it. Let me think about it. Who else? Mm. Well, Katie, so Katie was on the podcast. And when I was watching the episode, because that she, she, she guy called her fat on the oh, episode. Yeah. What which, a dick. Fuck you. Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah, eat a sandwich, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. Are you skinny shaming him? All right, I am. If I hear the word fucking shaming one more time, <laughs> I will open up those doors and jump out onto Crescent Heights. going to jump off the I balcony. hate that word. Yeah. Oh, enough. But the thing is with Katie... The first time I met her in person, I was like, holy fuck, you are so hot. Like, the camera doesn't do, to be honest, it doesn't do her justice. I think she's beautiful, so I... She's stunning. Really? But yeah. you see her, because they don't get a lot of, like, behind, like, butt shots of her. She is the best ass really? I have ever seen. Step like, it up, bravo. Yeah, bravo. If Someone... you want to get more guys like me watching, <laughs> let's uh, let's pump that up a little bit. And what's, what's the one that dates um, Tom? Oh, Ariana. Ariana. Yes. I kind of like her, too. I feel like... I, She's a little saucy. Is, is she the one with the slick back hair now? Yeah, I See, love now, it. See, now, I'm loving that hair. Right? I'm loving that. I'm, like, trying to get my girlfriend. I'm like, why don't you do that? She's like, I don't <laughs> think that looks good on everybody. I'm like, I think it might look good on you, though. Does because, she have a strong bone structure? Yeah. She's all cheek. Oh, dude. She yeah. can totally she do that crap. It. So, I, I'm loving her. <laughs> but out of the guy... I mean... Tom's my favorite. I don't know why Tom's Which my Tom? favorite. Um, skinny Tom. Uh, uh, DJ Tom. Uh, DJ Tom, right? No, no. That's DJ James Kennedy. No, no, not James. <laughs> first of all, I love me some James Kennedy. White he Kanye? is such a shit. He's such a shit. And that's why I like him. Um, he but producer no, what does Tom, Tom runs a bar. They, they got their Tom own Tom Sandoval? Place. Which one? The married one that's married to Katie or the one that's dating Ariana? I haven't figured out which one's <laughs> dating and which one's married. I think it's I th- it's the skinny one that usually has the shaved hair but he's growing it out this season is he you'd per- have to show me a picture okay, i don't know i'm gonna pull up tom sandoval for you it's the, it's the good looking one he's good looking are both- they both good look every you're right everybody on that show is like beautiful <laughs> oh, the good looking tom well the, i would say tom sandoval not tom no tom katie's tom okay probably Bubba. katie's tom katie's tom okay so he's your favorite i think so he's- are they the ones not doing it like they're not having sex that's or something tom sandoval okay that's- then i think i like tom sandoval he was in my acting class 10 years ago in LA. No that's how i met him how about that that's how i met all that and he's not banging that chick no dude what is wrong man I know. you gotta get up in there right is that bullshit maybe it's just for tv maybe he's not hitting that because- i don't think that's for tv wow yeah because he i mean i've had that kind of relationship though where really? you just kind of like they should just break up because if you're not if you're not doing it just break up right i'm serious it's like you could go but i love this person if that part of it wears off, it's step away from the vehicle, ma'am. You just step away. You gotta. It's you gotta have that. If you don't have that, you don't want to do it all the time. You have a friend. You have a friend. You're living you with have a, friend. a friend, and it's terrible when you really and you you still love the person, 
But there, when you're missing that component of the sex part, the real reason why we're together, the sex, okay? Like I want to watch Vanderpump with you. I do. But <laughs> but if you're not doing, if you're not, you know, if you're not humping, man. That's, what's the point? What's the point? Exactly. It's so funny. I actually, I did a podcast uh, the other day, V-Carded with Aaron Darling, and I was talking about having a boyfriend. And basically, I didn't realize that like I have a booty call 24 seven. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the perks of being in a Absolutely. relationship. Absolutely. Is that like you honestly like, and you're a woman, you have multiple ways to turn your guy on. And it's, and God, if you all would just play that card more often, just maybe put something different on and walk into a room, you know, yeah. or, or, or less than you usually come in. My girlfriend in those pajamas, I want to burn them. She's got these, <laughs> she's got these fucking sweatpants that have feet on them. Like fucking bugs, Bunny or, some shit and i'm seeing them every day and I, you know i but the thing is i still want to hit it you know what i mean and that's when you know you're in a good relationship but i want to fucking burn them i really do i want to just toss them out of the window like do you tell her we've, that do you make right fun now of are you listening <laughs> throw those the fuck out um, jammies I, yeah i have but she doesn't care she'll just look at me and go it's comfortable you yeah. know she's like whatever we live in north hollywood now it's cold up here right no we're we're even, Where are you we are in tarzana we you're, are even oh, farther out you must have such a cute house though. it's a kick-ass house it's yeah. really awesome the commuting it sucks we were talking about that yeah. commuting in la you can't understand if you don't live here the traffic makes no sense it could be 3 30 in the morning on a sunday night and you're gridlock. like it doesn't matter traffic gridlock <laughs> it, it's it really is it's unbelievable in los angeles it makes no sense there's no rhyme or reason for the traffic no. you, and sometimes you're like i gotta get one mile <laughs> 25 minutes you're like a mile. How did I hit every light twice? Because <laughs> every person on their phone, every, everyone's on their phone On now. the phone. All the You phone. can't go through an intersection in Los Angeles. You have to honk every time you're about to make a turn because the person in front of you is on their, so, it's on their cell phone. because we, our attention spans are so little. Not that, mine. Like, um, my phone is in my pocket when I'm driving. I do not look at it. I don't care if it's buzzing. I don't care. We should give you We're an driving award. missiles, for Christ's sake. It's a 2,000-pound gasoline-filled missile that could end someone's life if you run into it but it's more important to know what the fuck samantha's doing right now <laughs> on it's, instagram it's not and yeah and you see people actually instagramming a fucking story while they're driving oh, that's the and i see people post them and i just want to fucking scream at them like you're, po- you're you're i can see your steering wheel i see you you're driving. doing illegal things and you're yes. posting it oh i they really need to come up with an internet police that just sees illegal shit online like that and they not you, they they send you a ticket. No, they just come to your house. <laughs> Here you go. You owe us $10,000. <laughs> they really do. I'm serious. And another, oh, another thing about Los Angeles that doesn't apply to Jersey, since this is mostly a Garden State podcast. <laughs> What's your Jersey? Another thing that drives me crazy is the high-speed pursuits. Now, we have high-speed high pursuits in Los Angeles. We have them... I don't know, once a week maybe? Yeah. And, and they televise them. They're like, no big deal though. Which pisses you off that they televise them, okay? And the cops can't beat people anymore, which is shitty. I they should be able that. to. You're that putting, doesn't make sense. You're putting everybody's life into danger. We should see a proper beating at the end of it. <laughs> they they just go to the end and they're, you know, every, they're waving out the window, high-fiving their friends. I could put an end to high-speed pursuits and it, it will kick no one's ass too. I could put an end to it in 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 one fell swoop my here's my solution to high speed chases in Los Angeles which <laughs> clog traffic and piss me off 
all you have to do for every minute that you lead a cop on a high speed pursuit, it's one year in jail. Ooh, that's good. So fine, put fine. it on television. Put yeah. it on television. You five go. minutes, five years, six <laughs> minutes, six years. This guy's going to jail for the rest of his life because he's been driving around for seventy minutes. There would be zero point zero high speed person you'd hear whoop, whoop, you'd be like you'd pull the hell over faster than, than, than that would solve all our problems it would solve every problem in los angeles so i is, need to be elected to government because i will fix every problem this is what happens when you move to tarzana this is what happens <laughs> you start you be, ranting you become bitter about fucking traffic <laughs> everyone chris booker yes on the podcast he's here yes i'm sorry and, and i fired up i forgot to introduce you uh, it says it on the description <laughs> yeah you guys know now. who it is uh before we we continue i just want to thank bark box for sponsoring this podcast guys if you're wondering about bark box i wish i wish you had a dog i wish i did too i would, I would get the bark i would box. have yeah you would get the bark box i totally would have given you the bark box i had to give it to my cousin because i lost my dog not like i'm negligent <laughs> <laughs> i just like forgot him you're somewhere a terrible owner. <laughs> <laughs> he was 18 years door, old just left the door open and that dog just <laughs> then, wandered away no no we rest in peace cosmo um but I did give my dog to another fellow family member who lives kind of in the valley too. Mm -hmm. uh, but for any of you that are unfamiliar about Bark, Bark, Bark Box, it's for humans, it's a delivery of four to six natural treats, and it's super fun toys. They're curated around a surprise theme each month. I have like a weird medieval times theme, and it's really cool in the one I got. Mm -hmm. And for dogs, Bark Box is like the joy of a million belly scratches. So guys, for a free extra month of Bark Box, visit BarkBox.com slash Jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y. And when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan, you get an extra month. So do that. Anyway, thanks, Bark Box. a good deal. Right? It's I really got to get cool. the Bark Box on my podcast. Right? My what are you God. Doing? Oh, guys, Chris Booker also. Oh, yeah, I have a, I, this is perfect. I, I can promote my podcast. Yes. Um, I'm on the PHP, that's the Perez Hilton podcast. I am the co-host of this podcast, which is wildly successful. Can I tell you about Sunbasket? Sunbasket is a great food <laughs> delivery service. <laughs> Daily Harvest, they are also awesome as well. Tell I'd like them to about your promo that. code. What's your promo code? Uh, it's usually uh, slash Perez, whatever, okay, but uh, Sunbasket slash Perez. How, are, Try how that. come you're not getting any love in these No, I do. I, we just Look, he's the famous one and it's fine, but... Uh, you're as long famous. as I get paid at the end of the day. You're like, whatever. He's worldwide famous. I'm like how, barely D-list. How are things with you and Perez? I love you guys together. It's, it is. Uh, it's great. Um, we are night and day. We are. We couldn't be more opposite. We disagree about everything. Uh, except music. Music we're kind of in sync about. The we, funny <laughs> in sync, pun well, intended. Funny. Um, <laughs> funny. Um, ha -ha. Uh, by the way, Lance Bass told me I was amazing when he was the judge of Stand Up to the Streets Dance Battle Show. Well, so, aren't you special? <laughs> that's now going on every I mentioned J.C. Chazé <laughs> on our podcast this week. That man is getting a lot of love because the girl, Lauren, from Fifth Harmony has decided to go solo. And Perez told me, look, you're like... What? This is news, yeah. And she's decided, well, I don't know if she's like leaving Fifth Harmony or if it's just kind of she's going to put out an album. Yeah, it's a side piece deal. So I, as soon as Perez gave me the news, I went, JC Chazé. <laughs> and, and 
<laughs> it was kind of a nice backhanded diss at like 15 people at one time. So. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love a so good we'll look forward side to that. shade. I can't wait to not hear that. No, it was so funny. I was listening to your Grammys episode with Perez. Mm-hmm. I agreed with pretty much everything you guys said, but you even apologized for not disagreeing with him. I had to <laughs> because our audience expects it, and there there are some instances when we are completely uh, in sync with our with our opinions, and then people call, and they were like, well, this sucks. I only like it when you two yell at each other. And at the beginning, he was like, people hate it when we fight. They hate it. And you I'm sound like, like him. I, but please, I hear his, head, my, his, his voice <laughs> in my head all day long. But then people started calling in. They're like, no, we love it when you two fight. That's so, great. So we, you know, we, we both have to keep it real, but we are yeah. polar opposites. How did that podcast even start? The, it was a wild thing. Uh, Perez had a deal with the company that I work for to do uh, entertainment for Carson Daly. And then they said with his deal, it was some sort of global deal that he had to do a podcast. So they came to him, those sexist fucks, and they said, we'll try to pair you with a girl. And Perez, so they put all of these girls, like, uh, uh, you know, they pitched them to Perez, and he sat, and he listened, and he listened, and it was like 10 different girls. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he goes, well, I have an idea of somebody I want to use. And he was like, and they, they were like, who? And he was like, well, do you know Chris Booker? And they laughed because I worked for them. And they're like, yeah, we know Booker. He goes, I want to do it with him. He goes, we, he fills in for Carson and we have really good energy together and we disagree a lot. So they were like, yeah, we could put that together. So we, and then when I got the call, I was like, Perez wants to work with me. Wow. And, you know, he wanted to call the show a straight and a gay. Okay. And, and kind of take everything from that point of view from that angle. Um, and that's really what the show kind of is a lot, you know, naturally anyhow. But that's that's really how it came together. And I think we're 100 and like maybe 30 episodes in. So, yeah, it's Look at that. every single week we've we've managed to crank out a pretty good show. So I'm proud of it. I think it's great. So I definitely it. listen to it. It's I a good listen show. to it without being like forced to listen to it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and, and look, and, I, and I'll tell it to his face. I'll say it on the show. He's annoying as fuck at times, but he's so eloquent and good on the show he yeah. really knows pop culture he really has an interesting perspective and point of view i just have to keep him on track it's not the what i ate for breakfast show perez that's what i always yell at him nobody cares get to the entertainment get to the, get to the stories and when he's talking stories there's nobody better he's really great at it sometimes i'm i find myself just listening because i i'm really fascinated by his knowledge or point of view of things but he, he does a really great job and him and i together we, we fight back and forth and you know i have my own entertainment credentials as well so it's it's a real fun mix just you guys check are very it out well informed and it's yeah. cool to listen yeah. to like well he's seasoned. very well prepped as well and that oh, helps he's very well prepped and really like knows me? yeah I, he, yes i mean and i i not nothing makes me happier than doing a podcast and you see someone with notes in front of them like a map where we're going yeah because how many podcasts have you tried to listen to and you're like this fucking sucks you're they, like, wow they're going nowhere like i could have had this conversation at lunch today or on the phone with yeah. a friend. Like, no, thank no, you. No. no. Well, for me, like, I do all the work and I have it there and then it's in my body and my brain and then I 
barely look at it once yeah. it's there. But it's nice to have a map and yeah. you already know where you're going. I know what things. I want to talk about. Except when I hijack it with traffic <laughs> Sorry about that. Whatever. Um, I'm actually in pre-production for a thing called the Do You Remember This? The okay. musical. Okay. And it's a jukebox musical. They've become popular. Like they do a Cruel Intentions musical. There's a Say by the Bell one. There's mm-hmm. a 90210 one mm-hmm. where they infuse music from that era and do the storyline. So we're doing one based on the photo of Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, and Lindsay Lohan. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm playing Britney Spears in it. We're in pre-production right Who's now. Who's playing the crotch? That's <laughs> all that I want to know. Oh, we're still <laughs> casting that part. Actually. I would like to be the, uh, what's that called? A merkin? What is that called? The, oh, a merkin. Uh, the yeah. stunt, stunt bush. Stunt I would like to be stunt merkin. bush. I, You're like the fluffer merkin. If I had a band, I would call it stunt bush. That would be amazing, right? You write that down. Someone don't copyright it. Stunt bush. Do it. But the narrator of the play is Perez Hilton. How about that? Yeah. So we're still casting his part. Um, How about that? Yeah, it's cool. Why don't you just get him? I would love to. He would probably do it. <laughs> he us, do he it. would be hilarious. So we're going to bring in, there's certain rotating characters mm-hmm. where we're going to bring in like a name for like each I would love show. to play him one night. Oh my God, you're I've playing him, him one night. Well, <laughs> I don't, yeah. No, it's a Brittany at one point I sang Rehab. So Amy Winehouse has Britney. Okay. Um, we have a whole scene where Marilyn and Monroe and Elizabeth Taylor like bring Britney to Chateau Marmont. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so it's very, very fun. And it's all them like going back in time and figuring out how they got so fucked up. And it's just cool. It so, sounds good. Yeah. I'll be posting dates about that. I'm too, sure you will. We, we would love to have you guys. Tweet the shit out of it. Yes. All right. We made it to the Just Enough with Jacqueline segment. We had the Super Bowl this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where would know. you like to start? There's so many things. I um, Is Tom Brady holding up as a 39, 40-year-old, whatever he is? Oh, man. It's so funny that you brought Tom Brady up. I um, I know my audience. <laughs> You're good. Um, I uh, yeah, he's gonna keep playing. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got two, three more years at him. He definitely does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's human, mm-hmm. and we witnessed that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That you can't always looked a little slow. He did. What happened? Magic, Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, you're from Jersey. I was trying to explain to Perez yesterday what it means to the city of Philadelphia for the Eagles to win. And he's like, it's just like any other city that's no. never won before. And no. I was, I, that's what I said. I go, nope. you don't, you don't get it. You don't understand. Nope. And he says, there's other big cities. I go, no, listen, no. <laughs> I, and I was thinking maybe the Chicago with Cubs winning, no. and all, but still, I you like have those a, fans. Those you, are nice. But fans. you have a town split by teams. Yeah. Philly, there is one thing and one thing only. The Eagles. The That's Eagles. It. Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> they live and die for it. I did radio there, obviously. Yeah. I know. I, it's it's something like you cannot understand. Even like, uh, like I'm a hardcore New York Giants fan. Mm-hmm. It's not... Like, we always hated the Eagles playing right. us because their fans were so diehard mm-hmm. and so, like, scrappy. Well, people and... say they're terrible fans. Yeah. They're terrible if you're rooting against them. Exactly. But... But, but if you live there, they're the best fans in the world. Oh, they yeah. live and die for the... I can't tell you how many days doing mornings I would wake up, and if it's a Monday morning and the Eagles have lost... 
<laughs> it's it's going to be a shit day because everybody's in a bad mood. The hangover goes to the next day. Oh, yeah. It's another year of us sucking. We're losers. They'll never win. We won our parade on Broad Street. How many times have you heard that? And to watch those people after the game, it looked like most cities' actual parade. They just knew to assemble there. The whole they city have, just went. They had there wasn't it. like a memo that they put out. The whole city went to Broad Street. To cl- they had to grease the fucking poles for Christ. They literally had people with with like paint things greasing the poles with Crisco so people couldn't climb the poles. That is That's insane. a real thing. I did not they know that. They climbed them anyhow. There was people eating horse shit. Oh, they flipped cars over. <laughs> this fun guy. This was a great story. Who told me this story? Was it? Oh, I heard the story that that someone had a New England, there was a Patriots fan that had moved to Philadelphia and they had a little Patriots flag on their car. Okay, a flag. They just one of those little whatever, just a little sticker kind of flag kind of deal. Yeah. They burnt the fucking car to the ground. Oh they God. set it on fire I'm not and blew it up. <laughs> that makes sense. I get it. Those are fans. Those are they're really, yes. really into that's, it. That's next level. <laughs> but that that's the cool thing about them. This is the first Super Bowl they've ever won. Yeah. And yeah. everyone it's, people don't understand what it means to that city no, and those people. So. I got choked I'm, up and I hate the Eagles. Yeah hate that yeah and watching it because i knew it meant so much to a lot of people that i love to be mm-hmm. honest and yeah. like grew up with yeah, of course i was so happy for them i was too i didn't think i now i'm a steeler fan i'm from the other side of the state yeah. but us steeler fans first afc nfc we don't it's like it's like we're not even in the same state yeah. we're both on the very we're like nipples on a body we're we're very far away from one another we we don't really Feel care about things. one another. but i all of steeler nation was definitely pulling for i think the whole world was pulling for the eagles outside of you know New outside England, of patriots but, fans yeah fuck yeah. That so was i'm a glad tough they lost one. i'm so glad they lost i mean watching that game as a new york giants fan i mean can we just talk <laughs> about the commercial with odell how great <gasps> They, <sighs> they, they won with their commercial. They won with their, really like Eli did. Manning still won the Super Bowl. Well, the, he still beat the Patriots. The whole thing was, and not to get too sports, but the whole thing was that Giants fans <laughs> sort of didn't want the Patriots to lose because they wanted to be the only people that had beaten Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. Yes. They were so excited about that. So they were sort Giants fans were sort of torn. And we hate the Eagles. And you hate the Eagles yeah. and you don't even know what to do. It was the worst. I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe a torpedo will hit the stadium. Exactly. We were praying for, I was hoping Justin Timberlake would like put a jersey on and get Justin, Justin. Okay, well, let's get into that. Justin. Where are you on that? Okay. I already hear the down. Okay. You know, I watched it. I watched it the first time. And for me, I am all about like the halftime show. I'm about, I'm, I live for award shows. I live for live performance. I am on your team. I want you to give me chills. I didn't get chills. And I even, I came home after it and I watched it over and over again. I gave it more credit the second time I saw it. Okay. I was like, Okay. Um, and then I even watched Lady Gaga's halftime show after to be like, okay, maybe I'm just being biased. No, she still gave me chills yeah, rewatching no, she it. it. She absolutely killed she it. She killed it. The thing with Justin, for me, it felt like while I was watching it that he was a one trick pony 
He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He he can do all the things. But it felt like they called him like three days before and they were like, hey, uh, can you fill in? Do, do you mind just like doing that halftime show? And he was like, oh, OK, well, I'm like prepping for a tour. OK, I'll just do like what I do mm-hmm. and I'll like throw a band on. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, Minneapolis. So, OK, Prince, mm-hmm. even though I've talked shit about Prince right. and like whatever. And like he doesn't want a hologram, but like, fuck it, whatever. He's not around. Uh, so <laughs> like that's how I felt about it, where mm-hmm. I was just like, huh. Like, I didn't get excited. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to. I love him. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm such a fangirl for him, for NSYNC. I wanted mm-hmm. him, bring out Jay-Z, bring out just anyone. Like, Madonna brought people out. She brought out everyone. Aerosmith brought everyone out. Like, yes, they could do it on their own. But fucking Justin, like, he, it was almost like he was like, I'm fine. But you weren't fine. <laughs> Sorry. I love, I love, look. You should listen to our show this week. We had a whole. I I almost went on a rant. I didn't about realize it. how passionate I felt. It was amazing. It's fun to watch. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to scare the bunny because you were on such a roll. I know. Um, Sorry. And I and I and I love your critique because it was. It wasn't hurtful. Nothing you said was hurtful. How it made you feel. You weren't like, he fucking sucks. Because there was a lot of that online. There was a lot of hate even online. He doesn't suck. Even the Prince. I'm the biggest Prince fan. His sucked. I'm the biggest Prince fan you'll ever meet in your life. I'm tired of people speaking for Prince. Enough. He's dead. Okay. We get it so bad. We get it. Okay. He died in an elevator. He's gone. Okay. He didn't like holograms. So at the last minute, Timberlake pulled the hologram idea down and said, we'll throw him up on a big sheet up there. A nice little weird choice beautiful. of song. It was beautiful. It's in Minneapolis. It's, you know, the home of Prince. A beautiful sentiment. His sister loved it. No problem with that. Oh, good. The performance, okay. I had no problem with. Also, I look at it like this. It's a football game. It's a football game that they literally throw a stage together in five minutes and they throw someone up there. Now, in the history of the halftimes, have there been the princes, the Beyonce's, the Bruno Mars, the Lady Gaga's that you went, holy shit, that was a really good performance. They brought their A game. Great. Good for them. But at the end of the day, I'm like, it's halftime. It's a football game. They brought somebody out there. He could. You know, have we seen him blow our hair back a lot more? Yeah. Perez's rap on this, and to stand to plug the podcast one more time, that's the PHP with uh, Perez Hilton and Chris Book. Um, on the podcast, Perez made, I think, the best point that I've heard out of all of this, and you touched on it just a little bit, but you're dead right, and he's dead right. It felt like he has too many things going on. When Lady Gaga... Uh, and Katy Perry, when they both got the Super Bowl, they shut everything down and they practiced for months mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. Months. They wanted to make a performance of the ages. They knew that this was something that will always be compared to other performances. Other artists will look at other artists. They'll look at the past. They realize the cultural re- reference point that it will always be when it's Super Bowl Sunday. They got that. Timberlake didn't. He, he's got a tour starting in a month. Yeah. Not only that, he's on Fallon afterwards doing a couple of performances. He's on Ellen the week before wishing her happy birth. He, wherever, whatever, he's, he's practicing for a world tour. The guy's got album his launch. Ha- album launch. Hands are completely full. Yeah. Where he just said, 
I'm going to shove 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. And that's exactly what he did. At the end of the day, do I, I, I thought it was fine. I heard all of the songs that all I like. It was it's fine. fine. Nothing worthy of hatred. And, yes. I, and, 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 and where I started to go off was I'm just so tired of online and, and maybe it's the people I follow, but it just seems the online community is now so full of hatred. They're and, so negative. And so much jealousy and so much negativity that I, I'm, I've just, I start to cringe when I look at it anymore. I'm like, who are you people? Have you ever had a microphone in your hand? Have you ever performed in, in front of someone for money? It's not easy whether you're doing this stand-up, music, DJing, acting, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. It takes years to do. And for people just to go, oh, he fucking sucked and fuck him. That was terrible. And, and you know, many big publications were kind of guilty of that. And at the end of the day, I'm like, it's a football game. <laughs> it's a football game. It's not it's not a concert. It's a football game where they give somebody 10 minutes to go out and, you know, promote their career. He, I think he could have taken advantage of it a little better. And mm-hmm. maybe I think he's probably going to look back on it and hopefully go, oh, man, I lost a big shot there. I lost a big opportunity. His album, the uh, expectations for the album are now lower than 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 they were before the Super Bowl. I, I have. I love the song with Chris Stapleton, the Say Something. That's a great one. It's a massive hit. Yeah, I love think it. that's number one on it. Outside of that. There's nothing that I personally that I love on the album. I listened to it again last night and it's, you know, I, but you know, look, sexy back took me a while to warm up to. That's my favorite. I didn't love suit and tie the very first time. Filthy. I didn't get as much as I get now, even though I I don't think that's a big hit song. Okay. Filthy. No one else has agreed with me on this, Mm -hmm. but there's something about it, either a beat in it. And especially towards the end, that reminds me of closer by nine inch nails. And maybe listen to it again. I'll have to listen to it again yeah. and hear that part. There's but. certain stuff in it where I'm like, oh, I hear that, mm-hmm. but I could totally be off. No, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> all music, we talked about it yeah. earlier. It's all interchangeable. There's only so many different chords and ways to present things and speeds that beats come in at. There's only a finite amount of ways to do it. And Timbaland... He's probably done every single one of them that he could do for Justin Timberlake even. So, yeah, a lot of things are derivative. It made you me hear feel other like Justin things. is kind of like one note throughout everything. Yeah, and that was my problem with his acting career. You know, yeah. he is one note. He is so magical with Jimmy Fallon. He's – when. Any, if you think about his acting, if you think about him on SNL, mm-hmm. everything he's great at is based in music. There's some music. There's him with the little costume on and dancing around. He's so good at things like that. And he's that, that, hey, Jimmy, that, that one tone and his, his acting, everything sounds a little, a little effeminate and a little lispy (laughs) when he does it. Like that's his kind of acting and it's one note. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy's not going to last in Hollywood that long. I hope he gets serious about music. Now he's back to music. He seems to be serious about it, but he's not serious about giving people what they want. (laughs) He wants to be doing what he wants to do. Like, okay. Uh, And and that's pop music's problem in general right now. I mean, all the pop artists are kind of doing what they want. Katy Perry did what she wants. She's got a bomb album on her hands gaga did what she want i think the album's brilliant but the masses well we shouldn't say the masses but compared to what it was yeah joanne that's a i love i love joanne but but i tell you the first 
three, four months of owning it, I didn't like it at all until I saw it live. And I was like, that concert. Woo! <laughs> I mean, that concert, I was like, now I get it. This album was made to be performed live. Yeah. And, and Gaga and Mark Ronson knew that. And maybe she said, I want to do an album that I'm going to have fun touring with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these pop tarts, Selena Gomez, perfect example. She makes great music, but to see it live, it's Ooh. a wet blanket. Oh God. And she wasn't even having fun. And Not I could tell all. because you, she couldn't, Gaga wanted to rock. Yeah. And when you went to the show that, that Joanne, the album was, and even, you know, even the ballads and whatever, I get they, chills talking they about were it. rock songs. Yeah. Everything was a rock. And I went, Oh, now I really <laughs> got it. it. I totally get it. But God. that's what you got to respect about Gaga. Like she's, She's ahead of the curve. She was. She knew. You know what? This pop thing is is kind of over. I want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. You, sometimes She's a we're along for well, and sometimes we're just along for the ride. And you just got to be. If you're a fan, you got to go. Oh, I like this. I'm going to see where this person takes us, and don't expect the same thing every album. And the coolest know. thing about her is like right now she just had to cancel ten shows. But What's cool you, about that? Well, well that hey, fibromyalgia is a Vegas. bitch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God, but she has a star is born coming out. Like she has other stuff that's going to keep people engaged. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what's up with that. She'll be great. Seeing Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper starring in a star is born with her. I used to be so obsessed with him over there. There's a bobblehead doll of his Phil character in the hangover. I think I see that. Yes. I had a shirt that my friends got me that said Mrs. Cooper on it. Well, that's creepy. I thought it's so creepy. I was so creepy. Thought he was the one. (laughs) And then fucking Irina Shayak came along. It's like, ew, gross. What a swamp creature. Listen, you would have to root for the Eagles for the rest of your life with him. He's <laughs> yeah, such a big was, Eagle fan. That right there would work. It, you're out. But his reactions during the Super Bowl, I, I mean, was obsessed he's with. He's a true fan. He you know, he's fired up. It was like Silver Linings Playbook, the live version. <laughs> Minus it was. the crazy. He didn't it was. get kicked out, guys. Minus De Niro. I want to know. Oh, De Niro. Yay. Um, <laughs> that was weird. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I want to know who you want to see in the halftime show next year. It's a tough one. Um, I'll get back to you. Next next question. Let me think about that. Okay, Who do can I, I give you options? See? Give me options. Okay. A lot of people are saying Taylor Swift. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Seeing her live, that is a one-note concert one, to I, me. That's exactly... You, you one-note is, you know, unless she's going to do something crazy. Yeah. You know, to me, I, I want to go with the band. I want to go with the band. I'd like to see a younger band like Imagine Dragons go out oh, there. Oh, yes. They have such big songs, and I think that's a band that if the rest of, you know, look, alternative music fans and even pop fans to this point know a little bit about them, but if they experienced that show live and what how big that band is and how they're really becoming a stadium band, if, if regular Joe Schmo Middle America experienced that, I think that would take that band into the stratosphere. They're already on on their way and I like how they're playing it yeah. but I would like to see that band I, I think that'd like- be a good under the radar but I'd like to see more hip hop on top of it Me I mean too. I mean, just, it would be cool this year to see Chance the Rapper and Migos and Kendrick Lamar and have it like the BET Awards out there. That would be awesome. It would be fucking Kend- awesome. I mean, Kendrick. Because that's what Pete Kendrick. How that, about him and Imagine Dragons together? Oh, my God. Some, I think they have performed together, they actually. Have. And something like that would yeah, be Yeah, and then throw a, a cool little female, like Camila Cabello right. in there. That would be great. Yeah. That would be about have her come out, sing a bar, too. All right, get off the stage. Right, Who's next? Good. Bring out the dragons. All right, you know? Havana. That was yeah, fun. That was fun. Good song. Get Catch off. 
shit, get off. Get out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's exactly what Aerosmith did. Like, mm-hmm. literally, Mary J. Blige sang, like, two lines to walk this way. And then they're like, bye. Bye. Like, and it's Mary J. fucking Blige. But it Blige. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Blige. Mary J. Blige. Hi, I'm Jacqueline. There. I'm white. <laughs> I, I turned her into an Italian. I do that. Mm. Oh, God, the Super Bowl. I want to know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking shit about Giselle Bunchen right now. Why? Um, because they quoted her. And I want to know who quoted her and who was standing there. There's a language barrier, number one, with her. Okay. <laughs> Let's cut her a little slack. Exactly. I feel like someone translated this yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. But they're saying, USA Today printed this, that she said to her youngest daughter, because her kids were like crying after the Super Bowl, and she was like, just this time is when we'll lose. And then she said, daddy won five times. They never won before. Their whole life, they never won a Super Bowl. You have to let someone else win sometimes. <laughs> you know what the most shocking thing about everything that you just said was? The fact that there is still USA Today. I did not know that they still printed that. That That is true. That is still a thing, huh? Yeah, um, Giselle saying that. She's talking to children. What else exactly. is she going to say? I'm like, lay off of yeah, her. Get off of Come her. On. And by the way, was she talking to you? Yeah. Mind your own goddamn business. How about that? Fuck. Fuck you. That's what I say. From Giselle to whoever printed that. Whomever printed that, there's my quote back Like, I you. saw that, and I saw all these people hating on her. Back oh, to so much negative back stuff. Back to the hate. Look, uh, everything's a headline now, and the problem is it's because there's so much media. There are so many... Um, websites that need eyeballs and any little thing that you say can be anything that you say on a podcast or whatever can be diced up taken taken out of context and you could just have your career ended in two seconds over it and that's what we're coming to now and it's like going back to Stassi at the very beginning you know she was clearly she looked devastated she obviously has said dumb things before but she knew the I think she felt the gravity of it and how bad it was and she kind of looked at it and her ignorance kind of popped its head a little bit but then you had someone a seasoned professional speaker like Lisa Vanderpump who I, I think she is she's a really intelligent articulate she's very calculated very smart she knows lady. what she's saying smart lady she came out and she summed the whole thing up she goes look I've known this girl through a million dumb things that she's said and done and this and that but she's not a, a racist or someone that's you know would would think this way about any type of She's person not. and she just summed it up like done yeah <laughs> you know? but that's next. no one you, you everyone well, needs someone to do that for you because it's that's what the world is now it's God. all of the media is just i don't know they just take everything out of context now and it's it's sad they're every it's like hollywood's eating itself right now it's just <laughs> literally eating itself it, it it is it's a it's a strange place to be there's a lot of a lot of actors that are way low right now. They're keeping a low profile. They're not putting anything out. It's it's. Uh, We're all being very nice and vanilla. I feel like right now. Well, God forbid you have a an opinion in this climate. You can't. I mean, we should celebrate people having opinions. Or and if you disagree with it, you disagree with it. You, why do you got to go after someone's career? How about this? Turn it off. Don't read that person. Mm-hmm. Don't follow that person. Unfollow. Unfollow. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, jeez. I, I, but that's what we're getting at. It's like, well, they're, we're going to chase after you. And it's like, what do these people do? for? What, where do you, don't you have a job to go to? No. Like, don't, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Apparently the they don't. They're professional trolls they for a living. They get paid to troll. It could take 
Ten trolls could take you down. Uh, they really could. God. It's crazy. It really is. And listen, and by the way, there's a lot of shitheads that needed to be taken down. For the record, <laughs> yeah. I'm not just... We're I'm not, not saying the, yeah. everyone's innocent. Yeah. By the, by the way, I'm not that guy either. There's a lot of asshole guys out there that have done a lot of asshole things, I feel. but Shitty stuff. Oh, my God, shitty stuff. But, but I'm just talking about, in general, this whole... My God, you can't say anything anymore. You can't have an opinion, and, you and can God have an forbid opinion if you do. Here. Well, you can yes. maybe, but <laughs> but you, but you, you never, never know, know what someone's going to do with it. That's you know, so crazy. Yeah, Booker was talking shit about Tarzana traffic. <laughs> he hates the four hundred five. He has to move now. He is not allowed on the four hundred five anymore. <laughs> Fuck him. Great. I You'll have to it. find a new way home. <laughs> I avoid it at all costs. Mm. Uh, one last thing in the just enough section. Okay, first off, what are we going to do now that football's over? That's my favorite thing to watch. I'm ready for baseball season. I'm a Met fan, a so I'm, fan. I'm waiting for baseball. I can't wait. I was reading about pitchers and catchers yesterday. We got a Yankee and Todd Frazier. I'm very excited for baseball season. Okay, and I don't you... know what else I'm going to do. It is the lull right now. Since you've been and watching... I hate awards. You said you love awards. <laughs> you I hate fucking that. hate awards. <laughs> I wish they would cancel all of them. Every award show, every fucking parade, every, anything that where all of these people... Are patting themselves on the back. I'm done with You're it. You're done. done. I just like it. the live performances. No. They make me happy, but they are no. getting more and more calculated no, and predictable. You know what's awesome? You've laid out a platter here today. One side of the platter is Girl Scout cookies. The other side of the platter is all vegetables. It's like heaven and hell. And it's almost like... That's like you. It's almost like, well, if you have three of these cookies, you can have four pieces of celery and it'll cancel the three cookies that exactly. you just ate. This is a nightmare. I know. Yeah, and there's I'm even... Such she an even asshole. got like this shake. I got shake, a protein this shake. This protein shake, but she sits it right next to some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Diet Coke, not cocaine. Mm. <laughs> it's a different year, clarify. folks. Yeah. It's a different year. <laughs> it's not 1999. The, 90 was, the 90s were awesome. <laughs> I, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Okay. I want to know if you can do this. So on a past podcast, I explained the defensive line and the offensive line mm-hmm. as in the terms of like a Real Housewives of New York fight. So basically, I was like, okay, the offensive line was... Um, Luann's boyfriend cheating on her and the defensive line was like all the cast members trying to like I could only do it with Vanderpump that's what I was gonna say can you do that with baseball maybe uh what do you mean with baseball (laughs) how could I do it with baseball there's no offensive line in baseball there's an offense and a defense the offense is batting the defense is fielding there you go I just did it you just did it I just did it okay um okay okay Is there anything sports related that you could relate to Vanderpump Rules for? Oh, the is meatballs? there anything? Is there anything sports related that I could relate to Vanderpump? It's Rules? a tough question. I'm putting you on the spot. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you can relate it to figure skaters in the Olympics. <laughs> Can't wait for the Olympics. Oh, it's this, coming up this week. This is a sign of when you're getting old. When you find things that are coming on TV that you can't wait for. Like I don't give a damn about any of it. I'm just looking forward to. Hey, I'll have people over and we'll watch something, and we'll all um, root for the same thing. You know what else is something to look forward to? Uh, Bark Box. I got one, and I don't even have a dog, and it's amazing. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with 
BarkBox. For us humans, it's a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. So the theme I got was the Knights of the Round Table. So it's all medieval times themed and it's so cute. I've actually been playing with the dog toys, but guys, don't worry about me. I actually gifted a cousin of mine who I hadn't seen in a while who I knew had dogs. So you're welcome, Hermie and Petunia, and they're obsessed with it. There's so many cool treats. One of the treats it's a pate with peanut butter and apples it made me really hungry and I wanted to eat it myself but then there's these bacon flavored pocket trainers and all these cool toys and all this personalized stuff like it says hair ye hair ye get it hair dog instead of hear ye hear ye anyway bark box for dogs is basically the joy of a million belly scratches it's amazing and how it works is you choose the dog size you tell them how big your dog's bark is small and cute just right or big and bold you choose a plan one six or 12 month plans are available and you can cancel anytime and there's free shipping and Bark boxes are shipped on the 15th of each month. So that's something to look forward to. It's so exciting, you know, and every month Bark Box Paw picks the best all natural treats and innovative dog toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences, all edibles. They're made in the USA or Canada. 100% of the products are tested on animals, their own. And it's a great way to try all different kinds of treats and toys from local and small businesses that you honestly can't be able to to get at other stores. It's so fun. And some of the themes are country fair, bark ball, poo, York City. That's my favorite. There is even a Brooklyn hipster theme. Come on. Like what's cooler than that? Scouts Honor, if your dog does not like something in the box, they even send you something they'll love for free because they're all about dog's happiness. And it's free shipping on any bark box within the U.S. And when your dog falls in love, get it, with something from the box, you can easily find it on BarkShop.com, which is their app, or you can text them. And honestly, it's the best gift to give someone. Everyone loves their dogs. They're obsessed with their dogs. And sometimes people forget about the dogs as gifts. So whether it's your son or daughter or friend who wants a monthly surprise for their beloved little pup, BarkBox is the perfect gift for them. It's like giving them a FabFitFun box, but for dogs. Um, I, I just love it. I know it's just a new and it's an exciting, different kind of way to give a gift. Each gift is, uh, subscription includes toys and treats, and it's just really, really fun. And it's the gift that keeps on giving because it's a subscription. So your furry friend is sure to thank you and give you all the love. I definitely think it's also really cool because it's it's shipped to your door. It's a unique variety of toys and treats that you wouldn't find anywhere else. And I have a special code for you guys. When you order it, you get a free extra month of BarkBox when you visit BarkBox.com slash Jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y. When you subscribe for a six or 12 month plan, again, BarkBox.com slash Jersey. Do it. You get a free extra month, and it's something to look forward to for your dog. Okay, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was on Comedians in Cars getting coffee, and she Funny said, you should say that, because this morning I watched um, 
Jim Carrey on Comedians in Cars. I haven't seen that it one just, yet. It must have just came out, and I never watched that show. Yeah. I bet the last time I watched that show was when Stern was on, probably two years ago. Yeah. So we're, so we're right funny. in the same energy here, but continue. Hemisphere. I'm sorry. No, and she said her mom's biggest advice was you always need something to look forward to. That's the okay. key to being happy in life. Yeah. I, I buy that. that. I like that. That's a nice little... Right? Yeah. That's kept me going. Like, literally, last week, the main squeeze and I were like, let's go to New Orleans for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We did not realize we're flying in on Fat Tuesday, and it's going to be Mardi Gras when we go. <laughs> My girlfriend wants to go to New Orleans also. She's never been, and I, I'm trying... She'll hate it. I know. I know when she gets there, she'll hate it, but I love New Orleans. You need to watch, okay, another Netflix... <laughs> This is well, not no. sponsored she by actually, Netflix. By the way, she wants to go to Charleston because of that other fucking oh, Charleston show. Holy shit. <laughs> We're watching that. We're watching the spinoff with the dipshit, the derelict, whatever. He's that's dating everyone. Oh, God. What's his I name? Oh, I, can't I can't remember. She's got me watching that now, too. But I, it's, and I used to live Shep? In, something Shep. 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 Yeah. Shep. Fuck you, Shep. <laughs> Shep. Shep gets to bang you a lot of different yeah, girls not every week. Show. He's like, I'm looking for a girlfriend. No, you're not. You're looking to bang everyone in coastal Carolina. I know what's going on down there. But she wants to go to Charleston so badly now because of that stupid show. I love Charleston. I love it as well. It's a beautiful city. You should take her. uh, This is a great time of year to be there. It's not too hot. It's not too hot. It's not too humid. New Orleans, if you want to go there, I had watched somebody feed Phil with Phil Rosenthal, Mm -hmm. the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, and I watched the New Orleans episode, and then I made my boyfriend watch it, and we were both like, yep, we're going. We've both been there. A bunch of times, but there's something about it I miss. And but there's a there's a definite energy uh, in the air there, and the food is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, spend the money, find the best restaurants, and go. Yeah. You'll never have meals that are better. Any, I mean, they uh, really know what they're doing. There. Oh god, the food! Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting a muffaletta sandwich. We're going to Dominica's. <laughs> You've already yeah, got it. I, already, I, I know. All I care about is going to Pat O'Brien's and getting the uh, hurricane. Oh, I want all the hurricanes <laughs> getting I'm, bombed. Yeah, the Corda Two Sisters. Like I want uh, the grenade. I want everything. See New. New Orleans, if you ever go, the key to to New Orleans is the nap. You got to get out early enough in the day. You got to get shit faced, and then you got to get back to that hotel room in time to get that nap in, so you can get back out there and start drinking and eating again. You have to factor in the nap. People will be like, "Do you want to go see the tours?" No, fuck those. No. One old house looks like the rest of the old houses. <laughs> one weeping willow tree looks like the next one. Go look at two or three of them and go, "Yep, got it." Going to take a nap. Oh now. man, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? I have not decided yet, but probably nothing. I fucking hate it in Los Angeles. There's nothing worse. The restaurants upcharge you like 5,000 times over. It's so amateur it's hour. so much easier just to do something at home, do something that you know she'd like, okay. or go get sushi. You know what I mean? Like she's good. She likes that. Because so I, then you we'll could probably... have good sex after sushi. Like sex on a full stomach, it's not as fun. Like you gotta yeah, take like a time as, out for a little bit. It's not filling, right? Like you both gotta do your thing. That's what we're looking <laughs> so for a place. I want two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Like time out, mm-hmm. and like then we can recoup, right? And <laughs> like that's what I want. What is lofty tell, goals? <laughs> tell the meatballs what a girl should do for a guy on Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, honestly, we don't care. And I hate to be just so blunt about it, but Valentine's Day, it's about you guys. Make it easy for us. That is my answer. Make it easy for us. Tell us what the fuck you want. (laughs) Like, just lead us. Just tell us a little bit. You don't have to get specific. You don't have to be like, like, I want these kind. If you can drop a little hint of something maybe that you want, great. But us guys, this is your day. I don't give a damn 
I don't even care if I get a card. How about that? I don't care if I get a happy Valentine's Day. on. I don't. I, I honest to God, zero percent I care. I, I want you to be happy. That's my val- Tell me how to make you happy. Nothing would make me happier. That's my answer. So funny you said that. I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and her boyfriend forgot to get her a Christmas present. So she's like, Valentine's Day better be really good this year. Mm. And I'm like, well, what do you want? She's like, well, I didn't really tell him anything. Like, I want it to be thoughtful. And then like five minutes later, she's like, well, actually. Thoughtful, the guy forgot about Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? He's not going to be thoughtful. Yes. And then five minutes later, she's like, actually, I kind of need like new boots or like a nice bag or something. And I was like, well, does he know that? Yeah, but you can't throw generic. That's like saying, I want a fucking plane. That's what it's like saying. Like, you can't just say, I want boots to a guy. You need to put it in the shopping cart accidentally this in quotes on the get. Amazon cart or something. That's what we're talking about. Oh, you can't man. say, if my girlfriend went, I went boots, I'd be like, army boots? What kind of boots do you want? Like, are we going hiking? Oh, are God. these pumps? What, 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 you gotta ha- you're going to have to be more specific. So you're not really helping. Okay. You have to say what you want in front of the guy at some point and kind of almost make it a little obvious. That's what you should do. We're pretty clueless. Yeah, we're pretty after. And, you know, I'm with my girl like five years. I'm fucked. I'm at the point where I've bought I've I'm up and down the arms. I've done like the knot ring ring. I've done the bracelet. I've been on the earrings. I've you know, I've got the watch. I've lit everything up that you could light up. I mean, there's only one thing left. And that's what they do. Yeah, they wear you, you down. Married? What's happening? Oh, fuck. Shut up like enough. I got to go to work. Look at that. Time's <laughs> up. Going to have to go. <laughs> You should get married. It's funny. She just texted me at this moment, too. It's like she can hear she me can talking hear, about you. I'm on your team, girl. Yeah. No, whatever. I mean, okay. to each his own. It's yeah. fine. Um, cool. Well, what's coming up for you? Anything new? I think the only thing to uh, promote really is the podcast. Um yeah, that's the thing I really care about. Uh, awesome. It's fun. Like I said, it's a really good show. We basically deal with entertainment every week. It's not really in depth into our personal lives. Sometimes we'll stumble across something that, uh, you know, people will get pissed about or can relate to. Or uh, he's got two kids, which are three kids now. And I guess, you know, listening to him fumble over that as a single dad by himself or talking about his dating profile. I'm like, why are you telling people that you're making it a gimmick? You're a, you're a walking gimmick and we fight about that. Yeah. So there's a lot of like slice of life things that we end up fighting about. But ultimately to get a really it's not like e fucking news. It's not like, you know, hey, today this person did that. No opinion. There's plenty of opinions. And there if you've made it to the end of the show, you can tell I have a few opinions about a few things. There's a lot of that from two people and it's 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 a good show. So the PHP, it's the Perez Hilton podcast. You can get it on iTunes or anywhere else, okay? I want to send my condolences for your non big brother casting also. Uh, how about that? <laughs> Fuck you, CBS. <laughs> I'm they, so not excited they, for that show. Oh, they, uh, we, we tell the whole story on the show, but yeah, I had to live in a fucking hotel room for four days with Perez Hilton, okay? In a little hotel room. Fuck, it's like The Bachelor. Oh, it really was like Those The Bachelor, except there was the no worst. hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> it was me and a gay guy. Oh, man, we didn't even talk The Bachelor. I feel like you watched that shit. Oh, I love that show. I know, God. I watched it for you on Monday. It God was, damn it. They got rid of Crystal, that's it, that's all you now need to know. Now the episode, she's, the she's, season's over. Right, she was 
was the reason to watch. Yeah. There really no front runners. This Ari is creepy. Yeah. He touches every girl's knee or leg, and he runs his finger. I'm like, oh, like puke, dude. Like you can't do that to every girl. Like maybe the girl you're really into, but when the other girl that when the girl you pick. Watches this back, watching you be all creepy. I I just think he's killed people before. That's what I think. <laughs> he's a very creepy guy. I think that the one he just let go of, that's the mom, is going to be the ne- next Bachelor. Uh, no, I don't no. like the mom. She's a little too just boring for yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, no, no, not, not feeling not her. A, who do you think's going to win? I think Lauren B or whatever her name is. I think she's got a good shot. There's One like of the Lauren's. Lauren B's. Not, I could just say Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, and I've got like a 94% chance of getting it right. Cool. cool. I don't, it's, it's like I don't know, and I barely care. It's like he's he's not a bad bachelor because he's not dumb. He's not like, he's not super slimy, but he's really just not that fun to watch at yeah. the end of the day. Is he really in love at the end? I hear no. there's a, and I have a little inside information Ooh. and I won't share it. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I know there's a massive twist. This is one that Chris Harrison's always like, it's never happened. It's a massive, cra-. And, and then it's not. But I hear this year there is a massive twist. Oh, now I'm going to watch. Look at that. I'm, you, I'm doing commercials for The Bachelor. How by about the Bachelor. that? Yeah, they don't awesome. They brought me in to do, now I had an idea to do a post Bachelor show where yeah. me and like a couple girls sit on a couch and I call it like it is, like I do here. And I just sit there and say, well, that That's girl's, great. A, she's, she's too slutty and I don't like that and blah, blah, blah. And, and I thought it'd be a great show and they did too, but they took it to the main executive and they were like, they were too worried that I was going to kind of crap on their franchise. And I was like, I'm the biggest fan you have. I go, I, I, I would, I would never crap on it. I may crap on some of the people on it, but we, that's what we do at home. Yeah. So, and you're a professional, you know, how to I, not I crap, crap on the network. Right. And I know how to crap on people professionally. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> So listen to your podcast if you want to hear him crap on people professionally. <laughs> um, I want to thank you. I want to thank BarkBox again for sponsoring it. Guys, for a free extra month of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash Jersey. And yeah, you're going to get all the toys and make your dog really happy. Um, you're the best. You are the best. Congratulations on uh, all the things. On the boyfriend and yeah. keeping it together. Bark- or moving in together. How about that? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Is, that is big news. Get ready, meatballs. We're going to do a post-Valentine's Day recap, and he's never been on the pod. So. He hasn't? No. Interesting. Yeah. He has his own podcast. I'll plug that real quick, 8-Ball Sports. Hmm. It's very fun. So they, they get all coked up <laughs> to talk about sports? Is uh-huh. that what that's about? That's all I'm they do. listen to that. <laughs> get fired. You should be on that. You'd be a great guest, Yeah, actually. I love to talk yeah, sports. Yeah, you would love it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing with your friends. Oh, at Chris Booker. At, oh, yes. Yeah, pimp yourself out. How can people find you? At Chris Booker. <laughs> just at Chris Booker. I just did it. Yeah, you just did Twitter, it. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. all the same. All the things. And if you have any questions for Chris, um, maybe ask, me. ask him. Yeah. And also, if you have questions for me, I love your questions, meatballs. Email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. You're awesome. You're the best, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. This is What's Your Jersey, and I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.